in the 90s and 80s i would have made it big with this voice i'm pretty sure i would have been able to feature one of those r&b songs and you guys would not even know that it's a hun you guys would be all turned on and everything not even knowing that kimokel but we move so so elated it's been a long time coming i'm so excited to finally speak to you guys on this platform open book with bahumi like how cool does that sound i actually wish it was shorter like sometimes i wish i had like i had like a one syllable name because open book with star no <laughs> sorry to all the stars out there it doesn't sound as cool as bahumi but i really wish i had like a shorter name um but hey we'll go with it we'll go with it right now we can just call it open book open book with bahumi pointers it's my name all right, so I speak really, really fast. I will try to speak a little slower for those of you guys who are listening audibly, um, because obviously you guys can't see me articulate my words. I'm actually excited to have a platform where I can actually just speak my mind and say the things that I want to say, when I want to say them, how I want to say them. Obviously, you know, with a thought process, having having undergone a thought process, you know, um, but. Honestly, it's very rare that I get to do that, even though I know I can do that on social media, but to, to, to do that on a platform that is purely just speaking and, you know, doesn't have filters involved, doesn't have um, just any other filler that will just distract from my voice. <laughs> that sounds narcissistic as if like I love the sound of my own voice though it's not a lie i actually do like the sound of my own voice there was a time that i didn't i really do like the sound of my own voice but more so because um you know i just know that i have a lot to say and i know that um the show will have a lot to say whether it's me whether it's the people that i bring on um just whatever uh it's called open book open book for a reason um <laughs> i'm just i'm just gonna be so so fluid on the show and so myself and so unreserved generally especially you know when i even when i had thought of doing a youtube channel um i i i I, I try to make sure that like you know it's as perfect as possible or as faulted as possible i'd like you know cut some things and you know just cut out a lot of ums and ahs and whatever and even though i'm gonna try not to you know do a lot of ums and ahs i really don't want to cut anything out from this uh, from this podcast like i want it to be as um as casual as possible as raw as possible uh so that you guys can actually get the raw and authentic me um <laughs> i feel like every time i talk about myself it's so narcissistic but that's actually why i have this show because i feel like we we are so afraid of saying a lot of things because we have like a lot of reservations one of them being you know we're afraid of being narcissists one of them being we are afraid of being know-it-alls um the other is you know maybe we're afraid of judgment or you know there's a bunch of reasons um but the main reason why i created this show which is actually what i want to jump into first i really wanted a space where people could just speak freely and just purely be themselves and i know we say that a lot because we really want to create that space for everyone i know a lot of people create things like safe spaces and and we try our hardest to make these safe spaces and we say this is a no no judgment zone or judgment free zone um but to be honest i don't even think that safe spaces exist right I, i i i don't think that you can have an opinion um or you know or have a stance on something and be 100% safe in the environment you're in especially if you're around um a group of people who you who you may not know we can try to create one we can you know maybe us in our personal capacity can say that we don't judge people but there there will at least be at least three out of five people that's that's a very vague statistic that i just made up in my mind but uh, there'll at least be about three out of five people you know who will judge you 
just by virtue of you having an opinion because there's no way that you're going to be in a group of people and you all think the same way especially if it's a foreign group um, and by foreign I mean you know foreign to your general social group or whatever the moment you put yourself out there the moment you put your opinion out there your your, your opinion is likely to be judged so is it really safe right but my desire to create a safe space isn't necessarily to say that I want a safe space in the world uh, because like I said that doesn't exist that's just my opinion. It was me trying to create a safe space for myself where I know that I'm in a space where, well, firstly, it's just me and a camera right now. There's no director telling me what to do. There's no audience telling me what to do. And there's literally nobody telling me what to say but God, <laughs> period. I think that's the only person's judgment I'll actually listen to. And of course, if you say it's other people, but you get my point and I'm trying not to get too theological about that. It's actually why I sought fit to be the first person to speak to you guys without any guests because I'm like, I want to set the tone for what open book is about to be first before I bring anybody else into the space so that when they do come into this space, they understand that it genuinely, genuinely is <laughs> a, a free zone, maybe not a safe zone, because again, we may challenge each other's opinions if need be, but it's a free zone where you are free to say what you want to say. <laughs> Quite interestingly, and I know a lot of people will be like, hmm, I'm so glad you didn't do that, but I promise you, I was going to pull you in in any case. Um, Open book wasn't actually supposed to be about people. And by people, I mean like guests coming over or even me just like, you know, sharing my general opinion. It was actually supposed to be quite literal. Um, open book, like literally opening up a book, right? I know a lot of you guys who are not bookworms um, or who literally just hate books. Uh, I was that like two years ago. Um, were already just cringing and like, oh my goodness, I hope you don't do that. Or I, I'm glad you did not do that. Trust me, child. If I suggest a book to you, you're going to love it. <laughs> you're going to love it. And you're going to love how I deliver it because I'm an interesting person. <laughs> uh, I'm an interesting person. <laughs> but it's so funny. Whenever you praise yourself, you you literally feel like you feel, you feel so obnoxious. But it's okay for other people to praise you. What nonsensicalness is that? Tech. Um, so it initially was supposed to be a podcast based on literature. So I was going to think of, or in fact, I already had so many books in mind that I was like, people are going to love these books. They're super, super interesting. And I want to unpack them. I think that they're so fire. And it, for me, it wasn't just a book. Cause I, like I said, I'm, look, if I'm being honest, well, I, okay. I do like reading. I don't like reading boring books. Um, and I know I say that very carefully because I don't think anyone or anything is boring really. Um, but I think it's it's the writing structure that just loses me. Like sometimes some books are written like textbooks and like, are you trying to take me back to school, bro? Like I'm not trying. I wasn't listening at school. What makes you think I'm going to listen to a self-help book that sounds like a freaking like just step by step I don't know <laughs> you know it's just I, I don't know it's like some self-help books just sound like dates to me and I'm just like now I must remember all those dates it's just it's just too much it just it just it just feels like like algebra they read like algebra and I'm just like no I can't this is not for me um but I had come across quite a number of books in the past couple of years um and it was actually by by coincidence really that I came across a, a book that had such a beautiful um, writing structure and reading structure. It literally felt like it was written by a female, Sarah Jakes Roberts. And, um, she, it was called lost and found and honey, 
Huh. Miguel was actually talking like Reduti just sipping wine together. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful read. And then from that point onwards, I read, I think my next book was Born a Crime by Trevor Noah. And um, huh. comedy, comedy of notes. Like, um, so it was these interesting books that I found. And I was like, man, you know, you actually learn so much more, not just about the people, but about life from reading about the things than about, you know, than, than watching them. And I mean, I'm, I'm a filmmaker. I love films. And so I'd prefer the movie than the book. But when I read the books, I was like, actually, I see what these bookworms are saying when they say, you know, Twilight was better in the book than it was in the movie. I don't, I don't, I've never read Twilight, but I get their point. The book has so much more depth and you really will learn. You force yourself to unpack yourself when you read. Actually, I think I think that's the best way to ex- to to ex- to explain it. So I really wanted to, I guess, convince people to like you know come over to to, to the other side, to the fun side um, of reading. But then <laughs> I thought, okay, um, maybe 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 we can add you know snippets of that. Um, but I think the most important thing is for people to unpack themselves because what I what was a, a I guess a, a, a um, not a lightning bulb. <laughs> Those are two things. I don't know. I want to say lightning bolt and a light bulb. But what was a light bulb moment for me was realizing that these books were written by people themselves. So why don't we actually have people come and open up here on this platform? And then, of course, we'll unpack certain books. Maybe we'll unpack, like, you know, a topic in a book or whatever it is. Um, maybe maybe that's how we'll pull, you know, we'll pull you non-bookworms in. And yeah, just be like, okay, maybe I'll, I'll give this book a chance because it sounds pretty interesting. And coming from someone who was once reserved, or let me say, I don't even think I was reserved, to be honest. I think I was just so afraid that I created reservations. I, um, I, I, I genuinely know that I have a lot to say. <laughs> um, and I think it would be such a shame, not to say that I'm like an expert on anything, but I think it would be such a shame to possibly have something that could interest someone or help someone as corny as that may sound and you know not share it not say it you literally could be holding um the world's greatest answers but you're shutting up about it um or you know you're keeping it inside because of what because of fear like what nonsense is that which actually brings me to my quote an open book, like I said, I want to actually open up books. So whether it's someone's mind and, and, you know, the chapters that are in their minds physically when they, you know, when they come and visit me, um, and visit us, let me, let me say that, let me not leave you guys out. Um, <laughs> or, you know, open up, uh, literal literature. Um, we're going to have a segment, a very quick one, generally at the end of the show where we just unpack a quote and, you know, see where that takes us quite briefly though, at the end of the show which brings me to the end of the show. (laughs) So here's the quote of the episode. Meaningless, meaningless, says the teacher. Utterly meaningless. Everything is meaningless. I thought that that was so freaking dark. But when I first read it, I was just like, that is the most powerful thing ever. That is Bible. And here's the catch. It's literally in the Bible. For me, my favorite book of all time literally is the Bible. And I know a lot of you guys are like, oh, but I'm not Christian. Okay, doesn't mean there's no lessons in here. Just chill. (laughs) I found this quote so fitting for the first episode of Open Book, not because it has much to do with Open Book per se, but the purpose of this quote was a huge driving force for the creation of Open Book itself. Um, 
This quote talks about how meaningless life is. And the actual word that was used in the original translation translated to smoke, vapor. This is why because you guys' words are just so limiting. Like, how do you link meaningless with vapor? Like, please make it make sense, Mako. Um, <laughs> no shade. But, <laughs> Lord help me. Um, but essentially, this quote talks about how um, much like vapor life is, right? It's like smoke. One moment you see it and the moment it's gone. And so with things constantly changing, I think it's very hard for people to realize the true meaning of life as a whole and even harder perhaps to know the true meaning of your personal life but one thing's for sure and this is a pattern that i've seen the more knowledge you consume the closer you are to reaching your purpose but how can you consume that knowledge if you don't have a hunger for it and how can you show that hunger if you don't ask questions and most importantly what's the point of asking those questions if you don't have access to those answers Because those answers are those nuggets of knowledge, but no one is willing to speak up about anything. And no one is even willing to explain anything these days. These days, everyone's ridiculing everyone, judging everyone, canceling everyone. And that's why everyone is just so afraid to say anything, to ask anything over vapor. (laughs) Like, it's so crazy how we get our minds worked up about what are people going to say or, um, you know, just so afraid to, 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 to learn more about ourselves and reach our purposes because we are afraid of what people are going to think about us yet the the ideas that these people have are based on vapor they're literally based on something that can change from one thing to another we're either all gonna die one day or the world's gonna rapture so do you really want to shut up over vapor do you really want to get to the end of your life and be like damn it i should have been more myself I don't even know if that's proper English, but I should have, I should have just, I should have said something. And let me be careful about this. This isn't to say that you must just vomit out whatever comes to your mind very flippantly or disrespectfully without a care about how it's going to affect the other person. But it's to say you have so much in your mind. You have so much potential in your mind and you know that there are things that you have thought out true convictions in you. If it's something that's a real conviction and you're like, this is actually something that has to be said. That's something that you probably thought out time and time again. Or something that you know will definitely help somebody out. Is it really worth shutting up about because of vapor? Because we are saba. Like because of something that's that's literally like people's opinions are going to change like within a split second. By tomorrow, you know, we'll look, look at us. Like one moment we we're freaking out about COVID. Now we're literally just chilling. I'm, I, I can cough in your face and you'll be okay with it. I won't. <laughs> but that's my point. It's just like we literally just like kick it and then we're like, oh, well, you know, it is what it is. It's life. Things change people change do you really want to shut up over vapor (sighs) that's it for open book (laughs) see you guys in the next episode who knows what we're going to talk about next next chapter here we go